When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Live on SEN Track, welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Welcome into another renewal of Breakfast with the Kiwis as we dissect New Zealand racing in particular, the Saturday feature cards and the uh, real feature this week out of Tarapa with the uh, Jewel Group one day, the Herbie Dyke Stakes, the BCD Group Sprint along with a couple of other feature races, the uh, Group 2, David and Karen, Alice Phillies Classic and the Sir Patrick Hogan Carapiro Classic for the Progressive Horses joined by leading rider Opie Bosson to go through his full book of uh, rides and Opie, very good morning to you. Let's hope that rain that they're trying to tip now stays away. Yeah, morning, Butch. Yeah, it'll be ideal if it does stay away and uh, make make the track uh, a lot easier. Yeah, for sure. Look, uh, track come up a soft five this morning. It'll improve. Be a good four tomorrow morning, and uh, let's uh, fingers crossed for that rain. Have a look at your rides through the day. You start in race one. El Viento lightly tried, and gee, I thought was really impressive when he let go late last time uh, to get that maiden win. Yeah, he's, he's a very nice horse. He's um, he's still pretty new to the game, but uh, he's got a lovely big stride on him, and um, the way he hit the line last start, um, it's, he's got a bit of quality about him. He has winnable race as well. I thought uh, he's well in the market at four dollars and fifty cents. Look, he won at fourteen hundred, but thirteen hundred, he's uh, going to be okay with that with the big roomy trap. Yeah, no, won't won't worry him at all. He's had a little bit of a uh, bit of time between runs too, so. Um, no, he's, um, his work's been good, and he, lo- he looks a picture at the moment. Righto. Well, the bookies have installed your ride in race two as the hottest of favourites. They opened her at $1.65. She's into $1.55. I know she's a filly that everyone associated with her has got a massive opinion of, and you could make an argument that she should have nearly won a Group 1 race at her last start when she sort of uh, wobbled off the corner and hit the line uh, strongly. She's a high-class filly, is certainly. Yeah, she's she's very very smart. Um, yeah, if you change the draws around from her and Quintessa um, in that Group One last start, she she probably would have beaten her. So um, yeah, she's she's a very exciting horse going forward, and uh, she's got an ideal barrier draw, and um, she get a nice soft run. So I suppose the only question mark uh, from the outside looking in, Opie is 1,600 metres back to 12, but I suspect she was given a week or two off after that Levin Classic, and she would have freshened right up. Yeah, she has, and uh, she she looks she looks good, and um, the work's been very nice. So um, I think the twelve hundred metres is not going to worry her one bit. Mm. When they're high class like her, they can probably cope uh, with most things. Race number three, Jet's good field. This uh, for the rating seventy five sprinters. Uh, you hoop number three, Insatiable. He's uh, super consistent, and uh, look, he'll be competitive again. You would think. Yeah, he's a funny horse. Um, he, he's, he's drawn a little bit awkward and he needs to cover otherwise he can take hold of you and bolt on you so um just he's tricky horse to ride but uh, on his day he's a very good galloper 
Yeah, so from that draw, you sort of have to going to go back to try and get some of that cover you talk about. Yeah, for sure. You just got to try and find find some bum to hide behind. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he sees a bit of day, daylight. He, he's he's the boss. <laughs> He's the, he takes off on you. That's not much fun, I wouldn't imagine. Um, righto. Let's go to race four, one of the uh, one of the uh, group races on the card. And look, this is a race that uh, your stable would dearly love to win, no doubt. Uh, David and Karen Ellis sponsor the Phillies Classic, uh, obviously the principles of Tiakau Racing. And you ride one of these inspired by Arch. She's probably the, the most interesting of runners. She's uh, very lightly tried. Uh, she got up and won uh, at her last start. Both... Uh, on soft ground, albeit just soft uh, at her last win, but she looks like 2,000 metres won't be a problem. Yeah, we've always had a lot of time for her, as I was saying, typefully. And, um, I, well, I rode her a few starts back, and I probably rode her too handy, and she just didn't round it off. So she's just got to be to find her feet and get breathing. And um, uh, But we do have a lot of time for her. Um, going to 2,000 metres is going to be ideal. So she's another with a tricky draw, but just listening to you there, you're going to go back anyway, let her find her feet, so that's no problem? Yeah, yes, yeah, sure. it's probably probably ideal draw for her. Look, we won't have to rush her too much and yeah, just get her breathing and, and get into a nice rhythm. Because the tricky start, the 2,000 metres at Tarapa, they come up into that corner pretty quickly, don't they? Yeah, see, if you, if you draw in, you've got to really hold your spot if you want, want to be there, so... Um, uh, for, for her, the way she the way she races is probably ideal. Perfect. Race number five, uh, you jump on that one for Graham Richardson and Rogan Norval. Channel surfer, he was good winning two starts ago. Look, outclassed last time on uh, a tricky track on Karaka Million Night, but, gee, they've backed their judgment here. He's 6 into $4.50, up to 2,100 metres. He's probably the class horse of the race. Yeah, he's got a bit of class about him. Um, I galloped him the other morning, and he, he seemed to work out quite nicely. Um, he's he's um, and against the big boys last time, but um, he dropped him back in class a little bit. But stepping up to twenty one hundred, um, well, this might be a little bit of a query at the distance, but he he's a very classy galloper. Yeah, sure is. Uh, gets the weight to, to go with that. Righto, one of the features, New Zealand's richest weight for age race, the $600,000 Herbie Dyke Stakes. You ride a mare that is uh, proven at weight for age. She's When she strikes form, she tends to hold it. Uh, she loves it around here at Tirapa, and I speak of Campionessa. She's uh, in the market, $6.50 behind a, a dominant favourite in Legato, but I doubt you'd be conceding just yet. No, she, um, as you said, she loves the course. Um, I think the only thing that tripped her up last time was she drew in and got caught down in that boggy ground at Wellington. So you just get that run. Um, she's she's um, she's a classy mare, and uh, if we get like, uh, the right run, um, I think we'll give Legato a bit of a shake. Mm, and 2,000 metres, she's yet to win at it, but, gee, she's placed at the highest level at 2,000 metres, so you'd think a win isn't too far away. Yeah, she she won she won at uh, counties, um, which is just a bit further than two thousand. But she, I think she's she's more of a, a mile to she, she's won races from a mile to twenty five hundred. So she's pretty versatile. Mm. Yeah, she's high class uh, as you say. Righto, race number seven. Uh, you get on one here, Amber Wright, and you're going to be able to give this the gun run drawn at barrier one. Gee, it's a good field. Adam, I am a dominant favourite, but Amber Wright uh, has done nothing wrong in its racing career today. No, it's very consistent. Um, and always and puts itself there in the running, and yeah, from the from the ace barrier draw, 
we should get a very, very cosy run. And um, I, th- I think um, he's in with a big chance, actually. Mm, it's a big price, and he's one that won't mind it if that rain did come. He'll uh, he'll love it. So uh, definitely, righto. The other feature, the other Group One, the BCD Group Sprint uh, at Group One over fourteen hundred metres, and I suppose someone has to be the beneficiary when a jockey has a couple of uh, high class horses to choose from. And on this occasion, you're the beneficiary of Warren Kennedy choosing Cretetti over Whitek. Could you believe what you saw on New Year's Day with Whitek? No, he just come out of nowhere and, <laughs> and uh, he, he, he won easy in the end when you when you look back and watch the replay and um, a little bit of cut in the ground won't hurt him either if, if they do get the rain. Um, but the way he's racing at the moment and all his trials leading up to his first two runs have been excellent and he seems to be coming up really well. Andrew and Lance seem to have him humming along. It's interesting, isn't it? Because he's a horse that last year they looked to stretch out to get out to a derby trip, as tends to happen with three-year-olds. But he's come back and, and he's proven that uh, short course racing, one corner racing, is his go. And whilst yet to win at 1,400, he's placed twice. And you would think what we saw on uh, in the Sistema Railway, that, that 1,400 metres tomorrow should be absolutely perfect for him. Yes, um, he looks like he's looking for the 1,400. Um I actually am second on him uh, at counties one day as a two-year-old over a mile, and um, he, he fought hard that day. I should give him a sore back or three deep on pace. So, um, <laughs> you know, he's, he's a classy galloper. So, I'm just I'm happy to be able to get another chance to try and get a win out of him. Yeah, yeah. Well, we don't give him a sore back tomorrow. I hope you'll be right. And uh, I'm sure <laughs> if he can do anything like he did on New Year's Day, he'll be awfully competitive. Right, are you rounded out with one for the stable, Francie? Haven't been too kind to you, 55 in the last. I'm sure you're not looking forward to that all day. But anyway, she's a good ride. She's racing well, and she was super on uh, at winning on, uh, was it Boxing Day at uh, Counties? Yeah, she's dropping back to 1,400 with blinkers on, which I think is going to be ideal. And, and, and the barrier one um, is ideal for her too. She's going to get a nice soft run. And uh, I, I really think the blinkers are going to um, really help her. And she's another, when you look at her uh, record, she's only had the one start on a heavy track, not suggesting it'll get there, but on a soft track, she's won and placed twice. So she's one that, um, does she give you the feel of one that won't mind if there is a little bit of rain about? No, it won't worry her at all. Um, when she won at Counties, they had a little bit of cut in the ground that day, so it'd probably, probably help her more than um, hinder her. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Good field, the last really good competitive race, and she's going to be uh, right in it on the strength of what we've seen of late. Right, I'll put it on you. Uh, you're not allowed to say certainly, but outside of certainly, what do you reckon is the best tomorrow? <laughs> Ooh, I might as well go for the big one. I'm going to say Campionessa. Why wouldn't you? You might as well get, uh, if you're allowed to win one, I'm picking that's the one you'd win because uh, that means the most money goes in the bank. Righto, Opie, look, thanks for your time. I know a big day uh, before races and with a couple of lightish rides, uh, you're busy. So appreciate your time and we look forward to seeing you on course tomorrow for what should be a big day out here at Tarapa. Thanks for having me, Butch. IP Boston there looking at his uh, book of rides. As he said, he's got a really competitive book. Certainly looks the best of good things in race two. Uh, she's, uh, as I say, she probably could have won a group one race at her last start uh, without much luck 
as they rounded the corner. He rides Campionessa and Waitak in the two group ones and then a stable representative inspired by art in the David and Karen Ellis Phillies Classic. Great to have Opie join us here on Breakfast with the Kiwis. We're going to take a break and we're going to catch up with Matt Cross out of Rickerton. Going to take a look at the four legs of the Quaddy out of Rickerton Park on what is a good card supporting the big day at Tarrant. Listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Love Racing.nz, your home of New Zealand thoroughbred racing news, previews, reviews, profiles, and more. Welcome back into Breakfast with the Kiwis. Great to catch up with Opie Bosson around his book of rides on the big day at Tarapa with him singling out. Uh, well, we, he wasn't allowed to single out, certainly, as his best, so he went with Campionessa in the richest of the two Group 1s, the Herbie Dyke Stakes, but he's got a cracking ride in the BCD Group Sprint as well with YTAC. We're now going to focus on South Island Racing out of Rickerton Park. Matt Cross in the commentary box. Matt, very good morning to you. Yeah, good day, Butch. Hi to you and all the listeners. Great to be back on Breakfast with the Kiwis. Looking forward to our meeting at Rickerton Park. We've got the running rail at seven metres, and it's currently a soft seven there with a wee bit of drizzle around, and it, it's not exactly um, a beautiful, fine day here. So don't expect that track to sort of dry out to that four or five range. We might get back to a six, potentially a five, but I couldn't really see it getting too much better than that. Out seven metres, and looking forward to the car. We've got nine of them to get through. Yeah, look, it's a uh, interesting quaddy, I thought, with focus on that, starting with uh, race number seven, the C.S. Stevens Memorial Banks Peninsula Cup. There's some consistent performers in here, the likes of Eminon, uh, Fafita, the money's come for. Uh, which way did you go, and what's a pretty even race to start the quaddy? Well, I thought there'd be a little bit of speed on here. Horses like Fafita and Spartan both likely to go forward, and it all sort of maps up for Milfiori to get a pretty good run just in behind them. She'll jump from barrier two. I think Nuranjan Palmer will cuddle her up on the fence somewhere and have one crack at them if some of those speedsters undo themselves through the first half of the race. She'll be there to pounce late, so the each-way price around her I thought was good. Two, Eminon, she's a classy customer on her day. Of course, the half-sister to uh, the very talented Legato, so she's probably the most expensive horse on track tomorrow in terms of their 
their residual worth. And, and she'll jump from barrier seven, get up on the speed with the three kilos off, give you a sight. Spartan number nine should be improved. He'll jump from barrier three. He's great out of the machine, so you'll have something to cheer for with him. And of the others, for feature and our eco, probably each way chances. But it does look to be set up for Milfiori, and I think at $7, she's a great price. Right, race number eight. Uh, this is a golden ticket race for the uh, new innovation race, the TAB Southern Alps, to be run in April. Great uh, concept with this restricted to horses that have been stabled in the South Island since, I think, the end of November, somewhere like that. Anyway, one that uh, doesn't have any trouble meeting that criteria, Mystic Park from the Pittman Stable. And, uh, gee, this is the one the punters uh, have singled out, $2.80 in a big field, but showing plenty of ability. Yeah, he looks really hard to beat. I think the step up to the 1,400 suits him well. He, he ran over 1,200 at Rickerton a couple of weeks ago, and there was a false start, and he ended up taking his hook, and he ran for about 700 metres of the, the 1,200 journey. Then they took him back behind the gates, and he went again, and he was only beaten a lip up to 1,400 suits his racing style. He's a good horse and probably a quaddy anchor for some. Stolen decree from barrier number three is likely to get a good trip with the kilo off her back. She's an each-way chance on her day. Two or four, the 15, pretty consistent, will be improved. And in flames, number 10 has a fair bit of potential as well. But Mystic Park looks as though he's one of those horses. If you wanted to take a short quarter, you could anchor him. Yeah, righto. Race number nine, another uh, good even field. There's a couple of uh, progressive horses that have had money here. Number one, Mayor of Norwood out of the Anderton Stable at Wingatui. And down to number 12, Chapman Teal, who's won its last two and been pretty impressive in doing so for Terry Ray. The chances wouldn't end there, though. Well, Mayor of Norwood sort of drops back in grade a wee bit, whereas Chapman Teal's coming up in grade. He's a good horse, Mayor of Norwood, even though he's only won the two races. I think he's a, an open handicapper in the making. Barrier number seven is OK for him. Each way price, five and two dollars. You'll get a side. I'd, I'd struggle to see how he misses a place at least. Chapman Teal, as I said, won her maiden, then stepped up with a 65 win, and she was explosive in both of them. So her turn of foot at the back end of the staying trip is going to take her a long way. Barrier three... She could get away and, and settle in the first half a dozen on the fence and they go at a good gallop. That's going to bring her into play. Star Ballot is a horse that will probably get out of his ground a wee bit. He drifts right back in his races. I don't know whether he could give Mayor of Norwood or Chapin Taylor head start like he did last time and pick them up. Stronger company, but he's capable. And in Vegas, number two, she can posse up and certainly not got an each-way chance either. You know, good competitive race. And the last this for uh, the qualifying for the ODT Southern Mile, a race that's uh, been so well received after the last few years and has been run for really good money this year. Aristocrat model of consistency, $4.50 favourite in what is always a hard race, the last at Rickerton Park, and they certainly haven't let us down this week. Yeah, for sure. Every week they always produce one, don't they? And I thought Arion was due to pick another one up number three. I'd love to see that track come back to a five for him. Probably wants to get on top of the ground a wee bit, but his consistency brings him right into play here from barrier two. 750-270 currently on the each way. He's a horse who meets Vodavir, I think about three and a half kilograms better off than when they met. A couple of starts back for Vodavir and Arion. It was three starts ago, I think it was. So there's a bit of a swing in his favour. Arion in open race. Vodavir, number 10, to get back run on sort of horse, so he'll be working into it late. Aristocrats, you're on speed, consistent type. He had the two runs in race winning grade, but they've both had plenty of merit, and you can take your pick outside of that because it's such an open go. Bugatti is knocking, but he probably needs to knock a wee bit harder if he wants to be winning a race and does have a steady gait. But I think Harry on each way, you'll need a fair bit of a spread there in the last, Butch. 
Yeah, often the case at Rickett and Park need a good number going into the last leg of the quaddy. Righto, i got a sense that uh, maybe Mystic Park, the best of them for you in the quaddy. Is there one outside of those races that we can have something on to uh, give us a bit of a bank for the afternoon? Yeah, I think you get a good bank with superbly written in race six, the 65-1200. Wide barrier draw, but there does look to be a fair bit of speed. Jockey lost the iron halfway up the straight last time, but was pretty strong to the line and, and had mixed up written all over it. Team Tiarkow, kilogram off its back, 65 grade, $3.50. I think that's your money filler for the day. Good man. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for your time here on Breakfast with the Kiwis, looking across what is an even uh, quaddy at Rickerton Park, and there superbly written the best of them for Matt in race six, number 10. Appreciate it. Good calling at the park tomorrow. All right, Butch, catch you next time. Cheers. Matt Cross there with his view on the quaddy out of Rickerton Park to supplement the big day out of Tarapa with the two group ones, the Herbie Dyke and the BCD group sprint. Matt's best of the day, as we said there, race six, number 10, superbly written, and he was certainly strong on race eight, number two, Mystic Park in a leg of the quaddy. That's it for another week here on Breakfast with the Kiwis. Caught up with Opie Bosson, who has a wonderful book out of Tarapa. Matt Cross, race caller out of Rickerton Park. We look forward to joining you again. Again next week on Breakfast with the Kiwis.